All right, keep your toes tapping here on uh, Tuesday morning. I'm Scott Prather. It's the Great Scott Show, and as promised, joining me now, head coach of the Louisiana Rage Cajun women's basketball team, Gary Broadhead. His team has won six games in a row. They are 6-1 in conference play, sit atop the Sunbelt West Division um, and behind the overall lead in the Sunbelt uh, by only a half game. So, they are, uh, they are playing really well right now and coming off of an impressive performance over the weekend. Here to chat with us about it is Coach Gary. Let me, get, let, me, let me just get anything that some may be perceived as negative, others may perceive it as learning. What's something over the weekend you felt like you guys could have done better before we get into the good stuff? Well, you know, I thought we didn't shoot it, shoot it as well. You know, we weren't as consistent uh, in, the, in the way we shot the ball, but, uh, you know, we first quarter we were kind of slow coming offensively and then and then on the defensive side we could have uh we could have pressed a little bit better you know we we uh our our rotations wasn't quite as as uh, sharp and stuff but you know but we you know it's it, being more consistent i guess would be the main thing you know trying to be uh yeah so uh I I I gotta just out the gate. Were you uh, when when Sky's getting ready to shoot those two free throws Friday night at the end? Any nerves from Gary? Like what happens when it's late in the game and you're either breaking a tie or trying to, you know, maybe you're down one when a player's stepping up to the free throw line for your team? Does it is the feeling different when it's one of your players at the line as opposed to say an opponent in that situation? Yeah, it is. But you know, in that situation, I felt real comfortable. Uh, and confident in, in Sky, you know, because she's uh, shooting right at eighty percent from the free throw line, and you know. But to me, it's like when there's one or two minutes left and they're fouling you. Uh, I get a little bit more antsy because they're trying to foul somebody that maybe not as great a foul shooter. But when they fouled her, you know, I thought uh, I, I felt pretty comfortable that she was going to make it. Gary Broadhead, our guest. Well, just from from uh, um. You know, listening to the games, coach, and uh, hearing you talk a little bit after the one on Friday, and you were asked questions about the lineup. I'm just looking at bench points, man. I mean, where you guys had a big advantage over the weekend in two close games was scoring off of the bench. Um, did you anticipate having that kind of production? And when you do start getting, you know, whether it be Alexandria Goodley or Destiny McAfee. Uh, do you end up playing maybe some players off the bench longer than you anticipate going into a game just because of how they're shooting the basketball? Uh, no doubt. You know, uh, I, I, I really believe that uh, our bench is instant offense. Uh, I think we have a lot of talent on the bench. It's just that, that some of the things that, like, type of defense we play kind of keeps them off sometimes. But then when they come off the bench, I mean, they, they're looking to score, you know what I mean? And so we're going to get a lot of production, I think. And uh, I think it's a big plus for our team. Something that we never had before. But, uh, you know, May May Hallman and, you know, Alex Goodley and, and D-Mac. And, you know, you, you had the little freshman come in, uh, uh, Tamara Johnson come in and, and, and score eight points within about ten minutes, you know. Yeah. So yeah, they bring a lot, you know. Very, very talented. You you yeah. you mentioned Johnson. Was that? I mean, some of us are sitting back saying, "Where did that come from? Did that surprise you at all, or is that something you see consistently in practice from?" Her? 
no, I can see it. I can see it. You know, I think I think for most of those kids, it's more nerves. You know, to kind of calm them down and all that. But they, 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 you know, they can come off and and, and score, man. And that, that's exciting, you know, for us because now we're we're rotating people in and. And we might not start as strong offensively, a little bit stronger defensively, and then, and then all of a sudden you got some kids coming in that can score. I mean, Goodley, uh, obviously, instant offense. Maybe we should call her grits, just instant grits, just comes in there, put it in the microwave, the points are there. And then from beyond the arc, Coach, her ability to uh, to stretch the floor from you guys, I mean, she was big in the three-point game. Yeah, no doubt. You know, she had a great week shooting the ball, you know. You know, she spent a lot of extra time shooting it. And uh, I could see she was confident because the ball was going in, man. I mean, you could you could tell all week. And, and I grabbed her a couple of times. And I'm like, that's what, that's what we need from you. You know, you need to be able to knock down that open shot. And uh, she did. They were, they were big shots. ESPN1420.com. All right, well, uh, yesterday that – uh, one of the two makeup games that, that were postponed back in January against UTA is going to be played Monday. So you've been through the three uh, three games in four days already when you guys went to Arkansas and got two wins over Arkansas State and then beat Little Rock on the road. Um, is the approach any different home? Is there an advantage having that many games at home in a short amount of time? I think the obvious answer someone would say is yes, but you've been on the other side of it and it worked out pretty well for you all. Yeah, I mean, I think it goes both ways. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'd rather be at home, though, to be honest with you. We get to, uh, to play in the Dome, and we'll play those two games Friday, Saturday, practice Sunday, and uh, and get ready. So, And it actually, it's kind of similar to what we did. At, you know, we played Arkansas State, so we'll prepare the same way. And, and it's just that the difference would be uh, UTA instead of Little Rock. Coach Gary Broadhead, our guest, ESPN 1420. Um, Going back to last weekend for just a moment, I mean, Ty Doucette, she uh, a couple of milestones for her. Uh, She became the 19th player in program history to eclipse the 1,000-point mark on Friday. Uh, And then I believe on Saturday, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Coach, I think the third player in school history to have uh, 100 or more blocks in her career. Uh, When you have a player that you've just seen – put in the time, you've been with them for a while, start to cross some of those milestones. Do you ever take a moment to just sit down and talk with them about it? Does the team recognize it? Which, what's you and the players' approach when they start accomplishing things that puts them in pretty elite company when you look at the, the 50-year history of the program? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty neat. You know, I started recruiting Todd, you said, in the eighth grade. So I've been knowing her for a long time, you know. And we always joke that we're cousins. You know, my wife was a set and she, you know, so uh, she's part of the family. But, you know, for Ty, we, we we don't really have to talk about things. I mean, I can let she, and she understands what, how, the importance of what she just did. And, and that, she was kind of shying off uh, in the game, you know, when she scored a thousand, everybody was excited for her and the PH, you know, just kind of announced and all that. And she was just like, no, no, hold on. we got to win this game. You know, she's more worried about winning the game than what, what she accomplished, you know. And I, I think the big thing, too, is people don't realize her 100 blocks is a pretty big deal because uh, our program, we're, we don't block shots. You know, we take charges, we help over, and for her to be able to do that uh, in a program like ours is pretty big. 
Did you yeah. did you did you know <laughs> she was as did you know she was as close as she was heading into the weekend in terms of blocks? Yeah, yeah, I knew I knew it. Uh, we had been talking about it, and I would tease her at practice when she'd block a shot. I said, "Oh, too bad we can't count this one." And you know, and so yeah, she's. Uh, it was exciting uh, for us, you know, and for me to know that we recruited the kid knowing. Uh, that she was going to be that productive, you know. We just felt that, you know, since the eighth grade year, I could tell she she could score and she's just athletic and she was going to fit our program. ESPN fourteen twenty and dot com, Coach. I know earlier this season you guys dropped a, a few close contests. I think a five point game at LSU, three point game in Russ. If I'm not mistaken, but where I'm going with this is, you look at the overtime win in Jonesboro. Uh, week before last, if you look at the two wins this weekend, you know, being in these close games and winning them, I thought back to something you said earlier in the season when you guys were playing most of your games on the road and losing some tough ones, and you said, you know, the only way to get better is to put ourselves in this situation, is to play and be in these close games. If you don't have those close calls earlier in the season – does it play out the same way over this weekend? Are you guys as prepared last week and this week to close the door in those tight situations? No, I I, I don't think so. You know, I think uh, you know playing LSU and that environment, how close the game was, and, and uh, you know how we had to fight back to come down. Louisiana Tech, you know, it was on a foul call that they went to the free throw line to to win the game. So. It was really uh, had some opportunities to win. But, you know, when you have experience on a team like we have, I think it, it kind of goes a long way. And, and so, you know, that was uh, big. You know, you know, we only played five games before uh, we started conference, but all five of them were extremely important, you know. The only one that was not a, a close game was the Rice game, you know. And Rice is, you know, top, top 40 uh, RPI and, and so – a pretty good team. So, yeah, I, I think each each game kind of helped us to to feel more comfortable together and to fight back. And, you know, that's what I like, man. I tell you, every game uh, so far in conference, you know, we had to kind of fight and, uh, and, and you know, finish it off with making stops on, on the defensive side. ESPN 1420.com. Now you guys welcome Arkansas State this weekend. Coach Gary Broadhead, our guest, uh, just two weeks ago, they were four and zero in conference, nine and one overall. I know they've they've dropped four straight, but um, you know if you look at their entire body of work this year, they've they've had some success on the floor. Coach, how do you guys biggest key? I guess this weekend, when you look at Arkansas State, what they like to do, what's the number one key this weekend? You guys continuing this winning streak? Well, they, I mean, they're so offensive-oriented. They, uh, their offensive transition game is really, really good. I mean, they rebound and push. And that was something that we kind of struggled with, you know, uh, when we are missing shots and they're getting rebounds and pushing. So our, our defensive transition is going to be big. You know, can we get back and cover out? And, and that's why we played, you know, we played all the kids with experience. They understand that in the, in the defensive transition, they don't really have a man. They just got to got to pick up the ball and then you know you got to pick up men in your area we've got to know where shooters are and all that so and that, that they make that tough they do a good job you know uh, matt daniels does a great job on the offensive side so yeah so that that'll be big for us 
All right, great stuff. Uh, Coach Gary Broadhead has been our guest, ESPN1420.com. Coach, we've talked to you about basketball. Obviously, we've also talked to you about music. Um, if, if you know, you're, you're, you're an adult coach. If you just wanted to relax a little bit, maybe just have one cocktail to calm down or something, what, what's, what, what are you going with? Are you just going with a simple you know, beer, or are you going with like something different? What, how, does, how does Gary like to relax? I, I'm going to surprise you, man. Uh, I, I like a margarita, man. You know what? Yeah, I, I really do. I don't know that 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 actually. I think that actually makes sense. Now, like I, I, I gotta stay away from margaritas. A little too much sugar for me, but I could see you as a margarita guy. I think that that doesn't surprise me that much. I, that, not bad. You Gary. know they uh, they they closed down Dick's um, uh, drive-through over on the road, uh-huh. so that was some of the best margaritas that you could ask for. And they just built the El Paso. Uh, in Sugar Mill, right behind my house. I live in Sugar Mill, so so uh, I'm, I got kind of lucky, you know. That's perfect. You know, you need to relax. Stressful day. I'm just going to walk to El Paso, you know, maybe get some queso, a margarita. Come on. I mean, that's when you need to relax. That's, uh, it's, it's good stuff. So. Coach, man, I appreciate you joining us every uh, every Tuesday morning. Uh, congrats on another win, uh, six straight. You guys are playing great right now, and um, good luck this weekend. And we'll talk to you again next week. Sounds great. Thanks, Scott. Go Cajuns. You got it. There's Raging Cajun Women's Basketball Coach Gary Broadhead. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, been talking hoops the last 30 minutes. We'll shift gears, talk some football, and hit on, you know, talking about Super Bowl betting. We're going to revisit that in the 8 o'clock hour with Jay Bird. Um, the trade that unfolded Saturday night. Golf to the Lions, some of the reports now coming out of L.A. Does it really make sense? Is it too much? What does it mean to the Watson trade? And why folks are, I think, missing the point in the Texans-Watson trade talk. Oh, it's going to cost them a fortune. See, Watson has the edge with the no-trade clause, but the Texans, how do you counter that? I'll explain next, ESPN1420.com. 